0: Welcome to the Pete on Software Podcast, where we program with passion. This is the podcast that discusses technology, the business side of software, and the tech people that drive our industry. And now, here's your host, Pete Shearer. Hi, and welcome to Episode 31 of the Pete on Software Podcast. I'm recording this episode on Friday, January 2nd, 2015. The plan for this episode is to be released on January 5th, 2015, So since we're near the beginning of the year, I wanted to talk about yearly goals. By goals, I mean technical goals. I'm not one to do New Year's resolutions in my personal life. A Forbes magazine article from 2013 says that 40% of people make New Year's resolutions, but only about 8% of those keep those resolutions. The big reason for that is because those goals aren't SMART goals. And SMART's an acronym, meaning specific. They target a specific area for improvement. Measurable. They quantify or at least suggest some kind of indicator of progress towards the goal, assignable, meaning who's going to do it, how it's going to get acted on, realistic, to state what results can realistically be achieved given the available resources, and time-related, specifies when the goal must be achieved. But it's also the nature of most resolutions. People want to quit smoking, quit drinking, lose 50 pounds, or other issues that require lifestyle changes at the core of human being. I also don't think that those kind of goals need to be started on New Year's Day or on Monday or some artificial man-made construct. These kind of goals, meaning smoking, drinking, gambling, weight loss, should be started as soon as a person is ready to accomplish them. There's also some evidence that telling people about your personal goals gives you some sense of accomplishment, and that sense of accomplishment is enough to prevent you from pursuing the goal any further. What? What am I talking about? Well, there's a great podcast called Dim Sum Thinking by Daniel Steinberg. In episode 4, he talks about a Derek Sivers TED Talk that suggests that you shouldn't tell people your goals. Derek also has a blog post at Sivers.org slash Zipit, Z-I-P-I-T, where he goes over it in more depth in the science behind it. I'm going to include links to this and the Dim Sum podcast episode in the show notes. But getting back on track, professional goals, on the other hand, are make perfect sense to change with the year. If you run your career like a business, and even if you aren't an independent consultant, this is something you should do, Businesses make plans for their year, whether that's a fiscal year or a calendar year, and they make sales projections and plan initiatives and budgets, but so should you. As an example, I'm going to put my goals out there. I'd also be very interested in hearing your professional and business goals, either in the show notes or through Twitter or on this episode's post on Facebook. So all that being said, here are my 2015 technical goals. Not necessarily in the order I'm going to tackle them, this is just the order that I brainstormed them. My first goal is to learn Angular or some other front-end JavaScript framework. While marketing yourself to a niche makes the most sense to try to get yourself the highest possible rate as an independent, I still see myself and value myself as a full-stack developer. I can do UI work, service work, database work, reporting, ETL, and mobile. Even though front-end JavaScript frameworks aren't new, they're becoming more and more prevalent in the enterprise space and I need to keep up. It just hasn't been a huge priority yet but now I'm making it one. I'm familiar with many of the concepts, and I've even worked in applications that use Angular or Knockout, but I couldn't start one from scratch all by myself. I also couldn't solve any problem that has any level of difficulty attached to it. So my goal for this year is to do something about that. Choosing Angular to learn was going to be a no-brainer for me, but now I'm not so sure. It seems like there's a lot of internal stuff over at Google on the Angular team, and I'm not so sure that they have the strongest horse anymore. I've heard a lot of good things about Durandal, and now that Rob Eisenberg has left the Angular team to pursue other interests and says they have something new coming out soon, I'm up in the air. I could just, quote, switch sides and try to learn Ember.js or something, or maybe I'll catch the fever and learn several frameworks this year. I don't know. But with this not being my only goal, I'm not sure how likely that is. Goal number two, learn more about Azure Cloud. Azure is the one cloud host that offers some things that I think are really useful regarding application scaling. Yes, you can spin up Amazon instances at will, but you're limited. You have to either have a saved instance that you want to spin up, or you have to take a base instance and then apply a bunch of configurations and deployments with something like Chef in order to always have the latest version of your application available. And if I just use Azure with full virtual machines, I have the same issue. However, if you build your application specifically for Azure, all of that isn't necessary. I have a product idea that I want to work on this year, For sale to businesses, and I want to be able to start small and ramp up easily. I'm strongly considering pursuing all of that with Windows Azure. Azure is another thing that I know theoretically and that I've used to a small degree. I have an Azure Mobile Services instance running as a back end to an app, a mobile app prototype, for instance. But I don't know how. I don't know it as well as I could, and I'm hopeful in 2015 I can change that. Goal number three is to write a book. I've had this as a macro goal for as long as I can remember, maybe 10 or 12 years. I have had three long-range career goals early on in my career. Of the three, one's kind of diminished in importance for me. Another's kind of become, eh, if it happens, it does, whatever. But the one that I still really want to accomplish is to write a book. I have an idea, two actually, which has always been my tripping point in the past. I didn't feel like I had something that I could write about that hasn't been done a million times over. But with self-publishing being what it is now, even if the, quote, major tech publishers all have titles in the space already, that's got nothing to do with me. This isn't about making money, and I fully expect to basically do this for free. But there is career value to having written the book on something. On top of that, writing a book is a major accomplishment, like running a marathon. You don't just wake up one day with no preparation of any kind on your topic or in writing and just pound out a several hundred page tome. It takes training and hard work. I purchased the Scrivener application, which is supposed to be something that really helps make writing and organizing that writing easier. I also purchased the Learn Scrivener Course Fast, or Learn Scrivener Fast course by Joseph Michael from AppSumo so that I could overcome Scrivener's large learning curve. Now I just need to block off the time to make that happen. My last goal, goal number four, is to start at least one side business, slash side hustle, however you want to call it. I have several ideas here, but I haven't prioritized prioritized any of them. In a way, I mentioned a potential thing that meets that goal back in Goal 2 when I was talking about what I want to use Azure for. And writing a book could also qualify. But the main point is that I have several ideas and I haven't worked them. I've allowed myself to become super busy with other things. To be fair, several of those things are family related and if you've ever had a child play year-round travel sports, you'll know what I mean. But I'm not the only person with three kids in the entire world and this can't be an excuse. Just like writing a book, starting a business, or a side business has always been an idea away from me, but now I've got a few friends that have thrown some good ideas at me, and I've had my daughter throw a mobile game idea at me, and I've come up with some good ideas. So now getting the idea isn't the issue. I need to pick one, prioritize, and get something out there. So that's it. My goals are, number one, learn a front-end JavaScript framework. Number two, learn more about Azure Cloud. Number three, write a book. And number four, start at least one side business or side hustle. That's an ambitious list, and I don't know if I'll accomplish all of them this year, but I have to have a good list to work from so that when I do complete something, I have somewhere else to go. What about you? Do you have technical goals for yourself? If so, I'd love to hear them. You can tweet them to me at, at Pete On Software, go to PeteOnSoftware.com, or comment them in the show notes there, or go to PeteFacebook.com slash Podcast and leave them as a comment on the show there. My pick of the week this week is John Sanmez's new book, Soft Skills, the Software Developer's Life Manual. Soft skills are extremely important for developers. Too many technologists focus only on coding skills and not on the other things that you need to know in order to advance your career in companies that are staffed by, believe it or not, human beings. I even cover a few soft skills that you need to be considered a professional in my last podcast because I think they're that important. So when I heard John Samez talk on Entreprogrammer's podcast about this book, I knew I had to check it out. Soft Skills is written so that it can be read either in one sitting or as a guide to be consulted in times of need. Even if you, don't feel, even if you feel like you know a topic, I would still recommend reading the section because John has such an interesting perspective on each area. The sections cover career, marketing yourself, learning, productivity, financial, fitness, and spirit. No, we didn't just change topics or wander away. John does cover money and well-being, mental, physical, spiritual, in this book. Developers and technical people often live very sedentary lifestyles and build up their minds at the expense of their bodies, and John doesn't see a dichotomy there. I first became familiar with the author from his Simple Programmer blog, his Pluralsight courses, and then from his podcasts and guest podcast appearances. I'm a customer of his How to Market Yourself as a Software Developer course, and this book continues the quality material that he's known for producing. For those who are customers of that course, there is a little bit of overlap between the course and this book but nothing that would keep you from buying or reading the book. Lastly, this book is also a great investment. With so many technical books threatening to be out of date before they're even finished printing, John Sommez has authored an instant classic that will be valuable for years to come. Just like Clean Code, The Pragmatic Programmer, Code Complete, this book's one that you can read and reread in order to continually improve as a person in the workforce. That's it for this week. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find me on Twitter as at You can find me on my blog, PeteOnSoftware.com.